teenage must be seen through the prism of love, patience, acceptance and faith. Children at this age go through a lot of physical changes and emotional upheavals. Hi, I am Shravasti, your adolescent guide to parenting and teen mentoring. I bring to you my platform, The Teen Tangent, where I assess and address issues faced by teens and their parents. My podcast is specially curated to delve into these issues and introspect. I request my audience to please listen to each episode with patience and an open mind. I will start with the incident of my first encounter with teens in a big group. After an almost two decades long tenure in the corporate world, I changed my career path and became an adolescent coach. At first, I joined as a life skills coach in a school in Mumbai. On my first day at the school, I had to address a big batch of teens and keep their attention steady on my subject of coaching for an hour. This was something new and challenging because teens are free-spirited. If they did not like something, they would express immediately and then lose attention on it. I have never been so nervous. Well, let me tell you, it is no child's play to hold a teen's attention for an hour. I procrastinated that they would lose interest in the first 10 minutes or boo me or maybe challenge me or simply get distracted. I had worked with adults all these years and didn't have children too. So, gauging the teen's mind was very difficult for me. But then, I had seen life and that was my greatest strength and biggest certificate. I knew I was chosen to impart life skills for a reason. So, with a lot of warmth and a welcoming heart, I went in for the session. 15 to 20 minutes down, the class started warming up. Questions started pouring in. The students sat all ears with their eyes glued to me and to the screen. They clapped and interacted and I was so, so excited. Thank God they got me. And at the very moment, I got them too. How good a parent, a teacher, a coach or a mentor is totally depends on the ability to understand and touch hearts, your teen's heart. Because teenage is all about emotions. Every problem in their life needs to be solved emotionally. That day will always remain the most memorable day in my journey with teenagers. All these years of mentoring teens have opened doors for me to understand many dimensions of an adolescent mind. I have come across their wilderness, their insecurities, vulnerabilities, their rebellious nature and then their tender hearts, all at the same go. It is a very critical affair to decode an adolescent's mind. They are just over-sensitive emotional beings during these years. These seven years of their life is the time when they metamorphose from a child to an adult. And going through metamorphosis is always a painful journey. Once they cross the teenage threshold, they suddenly feel a sense of social freedom from the do's and don'ts of parental dominance and haggle into adulthood. 
adulthood. A foreground to start making mistakes and then learn from them. Yes, of course. They only learn to take ownership of their mistakes when they get out of the security zone of their parents and guardians. Till then, they only adjust and abide by all the rules they otherwise hate to accept. Let's take a dive into their minds and try to understand them from another perspective. You see, it's 2023 and it is Generation Z that you are dealing with. Most of the parents of Generation Z are the Generation X born in the 70s. Imagine the world then where you grew up. Now imagine the world of your parents born in the 40s and 50s. They were from the baby boomers generation and had an absolutely different parenting style. And now think of the alpha generation that has already arrived. And then by the time your children will become parents, if they at all will, they will be dealing with the gamma generation. Can you fathom the huge generation gaps? All these generations are divided in a certain way for a purpose. Let's understand how the generations change. No generations are the same with new revolutions, inventions, political and socio-economic transitions. Generations change. Earlier, the transition of generations was smoother. They were relatable. But then, with the boom in technology and advent of internet, the world came into the palms of humans. And this generation changed drastically. Keeping pace for the older non-tech generation like the baby boomer or generation X became very difficult and thus the rift was created. To keep the older generations in sync with the newer ones, one needs to accept the rift and respect the caliber of the present generation and also accept that the newer generations lack the human touch. As we have all started changing into human robots today, we are not complete humans anymore. Everything is technical these days. Everything is preferred online than practical. Parenting is understood to be a natural process. It comes naturally to humans. But we can have a different perspective on this. Firstly, how much human are we? With the change in generations, we have all become slaves to our gadgets whether it is our mobile phones or our household appliances or our robot servants. So if parents are no more in touch with all the human attributes that a father or a mother of the earlier generations had, we absolutely cannot naturally process the parenting. Today, parents need help and guidance of experts to ease their parenting journey. And I don't think there is anything bad about asking help. Parents can read books, listen to podcasts, follow parenting coaches on social media platforms to understand from them or simply hire a coach and get coached. Blaming it on your child or taking all the blame on yourself can't fix this. Please do not be hard on yourself or on them it can only complicate the matter further. Now let's understand another perspective. You all may be familiar with this quote, it is easier to raise a healthy child 
than to repair a broken human. But what if a parent is a broken human? Will he or she be able to raise a healthy child? This is a stage of introspection. So many times while counseling, I have come across parents who are broken humans with unsolved past baggage that have culminated into negative behavioral patterns that has barred the person from becoming a good son or a good daughter, a good partner, a good parent, or even a good friend. Everything gets difficult if you do not address your own issues, make peace with an unhappy past, or adjust with present hurdles. Once you are at peace with yourself, you become the best version of your own self. See, you only attract what you give out. A stressed and unhappy parent cannot bring up a healthy child, especially during teenage. Children are very vulnerable at this age and are in no mood to understand others' feelings. At this stage, it's only about themselves. A parent needs to accept themselves first with all their flaws and then accept their children as they are. Once this step is cleared, life starts getting simpler. Acceptance is the key. See, you can't go on using the same key to a lock that refuses to open with it. You have a bunch of keys. Try using others. Are you sure the right key is very much there in your bunch and it will surely open the lock once you find it? Never underestimate your parental bond with your child. It is you and only you that they need and it is you and only you who can comfort and secure them and bring the best out of them. Napoleon Bonaparte once said, Give me good mothers and I will give you a great nation. Parents are the prime architects of the future adults. Adults, who are your future? World is changing in an unimaginable speed. If parents don't keep pace and stay updated about the present generational crisis, they will never ever understand what their children are going through. Parents often tell me, my children and I are great friends. They come and share everything with me. But believe me, you are far from the truth. Just like adults, they have a mind of their own and they can process their parents' thoughts much faster than their parents can gauge theirs. They exactly know what to share and what not. They are very protective of their privacy and freedom. Please clear this misconception that they take you as their friend. They are much smarter and manipulative at times. So I suggest always keep a threshold that they don't cross and take you for granted. I work in very close association with teenagers and even the sweetest, brightest, loving teens have owned that they have had experiences in their life that they have not shared with their parents for the fear of judgments they did not because they felt their parents won't understand them, fear of punishment because they very well knew 
they have done something that their parents won't like and most importantly fear of hurting their parents they think that their parents may stop loving them as much i suggest parents to give their teens a great upbringing and inculcate enough values before they reach their teenage once they reach their adolescence give space and freedom and tell them how much they mean to you and that you have faith on them and will always be there by their side tell them you take pride in them and they will keep your pride you are living in different times you can't control your children by setting rules you need to become them to understand them welcome them the way they are and then allow them to include you into their lives don't compare or judge them it's a huge red flag because they need you as much as you need them do not take your failures so personally even the best scholars or most empathetic person has failed in parenting teenagers in a parent's life these 7 years are the most challenging You must be concerned and fed up of your teen's erratic behavior and must be thinking if you had done such things in your times your parents would have taken harsh action but today does that approach work there is a proverb that says spare the rod and spoil the child how relevant is it in these days i have old school thoughts and feel a beating is a form of shaping a character through punishment but you can only do that in moderation of course till your child reaches puberty post puberty that's a strict no no instead losing your temper over them it is better you sail with them once they feel accepted and secure around you they will be in a state of mind to receive your parenting Parents have some common concerns like how to be liked, loved and respected by my teenagers, how to make them eat well and sleep on time, how to keep them physically active, how to get them out of their mobile screens, how to get them to do household chores, how to get them to behave well and respect others, how to get them to score well in their studies. OMG OMG OMG. Oh sorry did i sound like one of them well of course that's the way they would react to such questions isn't it <laughs> well well can we now change the questions from how to why and introspect why do you look for their love and respect why can't you just do your best in loving them and respecting them as i said you attract what you give why do you want them to eat and sleep on time or stay active your wanting will not get them to do it you need to do things along with them play games together go for outings share jokes and stories compete and get enough tired feel hungry and sleepy at the same time why do you want them to do household chores if you are always attending to them they know that if they don't do it their parents will i remember during my school days when i came back from school left my uniform on the bed or anywhere inappropriate my mother used to purposely throw it in the laundry 
Next morning, I would not have a ready uniform and had to take it out of the dirty laundry, iron it and somehow rush to school. I learned these the hard way. Don't make life very easy for your teens because when they leave home for further studies and work, they will horribly fail in dealing with their day-to-day life. This is where life skills come to the forefront. How much ever educated your child is, if he lacks life skills, he lacks almost everything. Now, why do you want them to be out of the mobile screens when you yourself are so attached to yours or you have no time to keep them occupied otherwise? Why do you want them to respect others when you discuss people before them? This makes them judge and discuss people more and not be respectful. And again, they don't generally understand shades of grey. They see only black and white in others. So if they don't feel respected, they can't respect back. Why do you want them to score well? This is a million dollar question. For a good career? Well, good according to whom? You? Or for an admission to a good college that would give you more validation than them? Do you introspect if they have the IQ, the caliber, the motivation, the health, the mental stamina or the aptitude for the subjects they are learning? Or if they are facing any other challenges? like bullying at school, peer pressure, sexual dysphoria, mental illness, etc. You have lots to think about the whys before you look for the hows. Let's discuss some very common adolescent attributes. You will find endless irrational mind dance in your teenagers. Emotional upheavals like very happy at one moment, sulking at the next, bouts of anger, and then tears, acute fear of judgment, detachment to human and attachment to substance, peer pressure, a need for validation among peers, attachment to glamour, falling in and out of relationships, irresponsible behavior. Well, I can go on and so can you. But again, that is an adult perspective of them. If you ask teens, their perspective is completely different. They have great need for freedom, just like any other living being. They yearn for freedom, constant governance, monitoring, guiding and helicoptering suffocates them. Parents must refrain from obsessive parenting. Always having an idea that your child is the best and they can never make mistakes. If you keep defending your child, you curtail their growth and make them weak. And on the other way, if you are continuously finding faults in your child, if you are continuously comparing them with others, once again, you totally breach their self-confidence. I am leaving you here with a lot of points to introspect. Please feel free to write to me with all your questions and I will be more than happy to address them in my future podcasts. This season of my podcast will have 11 episodes other than my introductory episode. Each episode will cover one pertinent issue faced by parents while parenting teens. 
If you have come this far to listen to this podcast, I am highly grateful to you. And I hope all my episodes will help you bring clarity in parenting teenagers. I request you all to subscribe to the Teen Tangent on the audio platforms so that you do not miss any episode. You may please join my Instagram or Facebook groups mentioned in the link below. You may leave your questions here and I shall respond. Thank you.